And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I am excited to be back um, on the radio this Friday morning. It's a beautiful Friday morning in the Tennessee Valley. It's sunny, and it's got just, you know, it's not as hot as it has been, so that's been pretty awesome, and looking forward to a great weekend. But before we can even get started on the weekend, I have the um, honor of having Miss Vicki Herford on the show with me this morning. Um, Vicki works with Wealth Solutions Group, and we're going to be talking about a lot of different things this morning. Vicki and I have connected through the chamber and um, have discovered that we have some similarities. We both, you know, are working in businesses and we're both single parent or we have have been single parents i'm not a single parent now but i have been in the past and we've been you know kind of through some rocky things in our past and, and we have a lot of connections in that way and so i'm just super excited to have vicky on the show with me this morning vicky thank you so much for being on the show with me thank you so tell me about wealth solutions group what what is that what do you guys do well wealth solutions group is a full service financial services provider so we are in the regions building downtown with all of our other brothers and sisters (laughs) in the business um it seems that we see each other in the elevator all the time right Uh, but we provide a full range of financial services needs so as long as it's not mortgage or real estate related we can probably either help you or we have someone on our bench who could help you so um, we look at the full range of, of services that you would need. So we're not transactional. And what I mean by that is we don't say, hey, I, I think you might need a life insurance policy. Or, hey, let me set you up an IRA. We take a look at the whole picture and try to look at what you do have, what might need to be rearranged. But our biggest focus is making sure that the relationship is intact and if we have products that are able to help you, then that's great. But really, it's all about the relationship. And that's so true. I, you know, having a trusted advisor in a lot of different areas in your life is, is super important as you, um, you know, as you kind of mature in life and, you know, having a lawyer that you can talk to about various issues as they come up, having a financial advisor you can talk to, having a banker, you know, those things are things that. I guess growing up nowadays, we're not really taught as much. I remember being a kid and those things were, you know, I remember my family having a lawyer and having, you know, a banker that they used. And um, we were not, my parents were not people of means, but they, my mom took care of a lady who had a stockbroker, you know, and people like that in her, in her life, you know, and I got to see that kind of from a distance. But, you know, so I knew growing up that that's something that you just you should have. You should have a lawyer on speed dial so that if you needed something, anything that you could call that person. And it seemed it's the same way in the financial services industry. It's not just life insurance. Like you said, it's not just an IRA, but it's understanding that whole picture. And I think somewhere along the way and in, in trying to get test scores higher um, in school, we have we've kind of lost our way and not teaching those kind of fundamental um, issues with with kids anymore do you see that a lot in your you know that you get young people who just really don't know much about financial services absolutely I think one of the great things um, at Bob Jones is that that is uh, where my son attends is mm-hmm. that that is part of the curriculum so it's not on the level necessarily that it was when my mother taught me mm-hmm. all of the things of right. fin- the finance world but um, but it is incorporated so I do think I'm seeing a shift back toward that uh, I've found uh, as an as an instructor and having taught personal finance to college age students that they don't n- understand what it means to balance a checkbook or, or to balance your account. So those are some some life skills that we need to take a look at uh, reintroducing. 
Right. And I know um, aside from just working at Wealth Solutions Group, you have done some teaching as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Well, I'm actually an adjunct uh, professor for uh, Liberty University Online. So I've been there with with them for seven years, taught back home and taught international finance for my alma mater back home uh, over a summer and uh, have taught uh, several different courses, business communication, personal finance, introduction to finance, all of a a plethora of courses, actually. Um, So that's my my second love, I would say. Right. How did you get into doing kind of financial services? Well, I started off in the banking environment uh, for a wonderful bank back home in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, over time that in in the late 90s, we were seeing all of these mergers coming along in, in the banking world. And um, so at that point, I was given an opportunity either to go to Charlotte, which was uh, the headquarters for the bank that was buying us, or uh, to go over into the financial services sales side of things. And uh, so I took that other route so that I could stay in Jacksonville. And uh, that was, gosh, almost 20 years ago now. Right. It's kind of interesting how God works in ways like that in our lives where we think life is going to take a particular path and we kind of plan for that. And then God kind of throws a monkey wrench (laughs) into your plans and says, no, now you've got to choose either you're going to stay in banking and go, you know, to Charlotte or I'm going to stay in Florida and I'm going to have to learn financial services. So what is your background? What kind of education do you have? I have a master's in business with a concentration in finance. I have a postgraduate certificate in finance from Jacksonville University. Go Dolphins. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, come back after the break, and we're going to talk some more with Vicki Herford from Wealth Solutions Group about um, some things maybe you need to think about when you're getting ready for retirement. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James. And this morning, Vicki Herford and I are talking about kind of at, at this point, we've been talking more about finance kind of issues. And, um, you know, Vicki is from Jacksonville, Florida, from the Florida area and has moved here to Huntsville. And we'll, we'll talk more about that in the in the longer segment, you know, when we talk about how she gets from Florida to Alabama and and about her um, boys, um, her boys and my son um, are on opposite sides of the band kind of field um, especially in a couple of weeks we've got a game coming up it's a big game we haven't won it yet um, it's the you know Bob Jones and James Clemens football game we we uh, we this is our sixth time to play each other and and they have won the first five go around so you know there's always hope for my James Clemens Jets that this is our successful year but right now what we're really talking about is finance and what we talked about a little bit in the first segment if you missed that has to do with you know, that the finance has a lot more to do with than just life insurance or just banking or just one thing or the other. Um, it's really about having more of a comprehensive kind of um, plan for your future. And one of the things that's a, a huge part of that is retirement, because I think, you know, if you watch the news enough or you listen to the news enough, um, there's the likelihood that Social Security is going to be here for those of us in my age range and younger um, is is slim to none. You know, that's not what we're going to be able to rely upon. And it was really never meant to be relied upon as your single source of retirement income. But so many kind of grew up with that notion that that was going to be their key to income in their retirement, but it's important, Vicki, to, to kind of plan for retirement. And, Absolutely. you know, how young is too young to start planning? 
I think that actually we need to instruct our children um, as they're growing up that you're going to need to plan. Um, one of the the things that I like to tell people all the time is as soon as your as soon as your son or daughter gets a job, start a Roth IRA. Um, there, that, I don't think that any there is no cutoff period. But if you are 16 or older and you have a job, I think you should you should open a Roth. Right. Uh, just because time is on your side at that point mm-hmm. and compounding is uh, one of the greatest blessings you could ever have <laughs> right. so if you are young and you have a, a job and you can use that to compound uh, and and use compound investments or compound returns that is uh, that's exactly what you need to do right I think a lot of us think of retirement income or retirement planning is well my job has a 401k and I get to put money away tax deferred maybe not you know that all, all we know as young people is hey i'm not paying taxes on that money we don't think about the fact that we're gonna have to pay that later right um and so you know i know there's got to be other buckets or other ways of coming up with retirement income so tell us a little bit about kind of what the options are well oftentimes we talk about um three three buckets uh in in retirement planning uh, because at the center of all of that is the the big green monster called the IRS, and some people love the IRS because, uh, especially my CPA friends, because right. you know <laughs> that's what they deal with every day. And uh, but for the rest of us who are paying taxes, that does tend to be um, a sticky point for us. Right. So in the first bucket is just a very liquid bucket. Make sure that you have liquidity. You know, if you have um, a car problem make sure that you have some money set aside so that you can go get the car fixed so that you can continue to go to work right. uh, but the second bucket is what you talked about uh, the tax deferred bucket and that's where we typically see a 401k 43b whatever that tax deferred vehicle is and we tend to save as much as we possibly can in that bucket because going in it's tax free to us but coming out it's 100 percent taxable uh, as is social security so that's all in that tax-deferred bucket. And what we tend to forget about is that top bucket, which is the tax-free bucket. Mm-hmm. So that um, money goes in tax-free um, because you've – well, it goes in after tax because right. you've already paid, paid the tax. taxes on that. Right. But then the growth and everything comes out tax-free. So right. that is the bucket where we need to really focus on um, making sure that it's just as full or fuller than that tax-deferred bucket. And the tax-free bucket, are those things like Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks or things like that? Yeah, and that's one thing that we're, we're noticing is that uh, there is a huge trend in the in the 401k market, if you will, uh, to allow that as an, as an option. So at least what you are contributing to uh, your 401k can go into a Roth, and that will grow tax-free. Now, if I understand it correctly, Roths have like an income limit. So there are. some of your more... Um, Doctors, lawyers, accountants, business owners may not necessarily qualify for those, but there are other kind of tax-free, as I understand it, options out there. Right. Not tax-free, but tax. They've already been taxed now, but the growth and such are tax-free. Right, so the growth is tax-free. And and what you're looking at there are things like municipal bonds. Um, 529 plans are uh, things that we can do, but really the 529 plan is for grandparents to to fund a, 
a grandchild's mm. uh, college education. Right. And, of course, there are limitations on all of those. All right. Uh, one of the things, and I've heard people t- call this uh, the rich man's Roth, mm-hmm. is, uh, <laughs> is permanent life insurance because right. you, that is actually an asset. If you're, if you're writing down what your assets and liabilities are, that is an asset. So, uh, so that becomes a very important part of your uh, financial plan. Right. So during this particular segment, we got to talk about two of those buckets. I think there's one more bucket left to go. And so in the next segment, um, come back and listen to Vicki and I talk about um, kind of that last bucket when it comes to retirement and some um, other issues related to being a, a single working mom and things like that. So come back after the break and we'll talk some more with Vicki Harper. Welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I'm talking with Vicki Herford this morning from Wealth Solutions Group. And in the last segment, we were talking about retirement, and I said that we were we were talking about the tax or the tax deferred bucket for retirement and the um, the kind of the tax that you've already paid bucket. And then I said there was a third bucket, but that was the first thing we talked about, which was having liquid money, so savings accounts, you know, things where you have access to funds easily. Then your tax deferred bucket is what we commonly think of as your 401ks and things like that. And then the things that are prepaid. So um, cash value or permanent life insurance policies, um, I think it's Roth, things mm-hmm. like that. Right. So those are the three buckets. I kind of had that a little mixed up in the last segment. So I want to make sure we were clear on that topic. So did I finally get those three buckets You're correct? Good. Okay, yep. I'm good. So um but you know, there's way more that can be talked about with a financial advisor about that. So talking with someone like Vicki, um, who can help you through that you know, retirement planning process and what the best options are for you based on your financial circumstances is something that's a much larger and longer discussion. It's not something that you can just you know listen to our show this morning and say, hey, now I got it and I'm, I'm good. So you know, having a trusted financial advisor to help walk you through that process is super important. So. Um, one of the other things we wanted to talk about this morning, Vic, when Vicki and I had met for lunch a few um, about a week or so ago, um, we talked about both being single parents. And, and I had been a single parent. I'm not at this stage of my life, but um, I went through a period when I was in law school as a single parent. And now um, Vicki is a single parent, has been a single parent for quite some time um, and has made some you know, amazing growth in her life from leaving you know florida coming to alabama things like that so vicky share with us you know with the amount that you're comfortable with about your you know single parent journey from from how you got there to where you are now well i was married for a little bit over 22 years we had three sons and um uh, you know through just a course of unfortunate events uh divorced and I stayed in Jacksonville with them uh, for quite some time, actually until my dad passed away. My mom and dad were instrumental in standing in the gap for my kids uh, and being that support system that they needed, uh, along with our church back home and several people in the church who really just came alongside us and just stood in the gap for my kids. So having that support system is very, very important. Um, we came to, to Alabama under the um, assumption that I was going to have a job here that fell through. So uh, as we were driving here, actually, and uh, I said, well, you know, should we turn around? And they said, oh, no, Mom, we want to go. So we kept on, and, um, and really, I think that that was providential. I think that this was exactly where we needed to be. 
Right. Now, you are you and your kids live in Madison. Is that we right? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like we hinted at earlier. Um, Vicky's sons go to Bob Jones. Um, and my son goes to James Clemens. So <laughs> we, we live on opposite sides of County Lawn Road. Um, and our boys are on the opposite sides of the band field. But um, Vicky has a son who's in the percussion there at um, Bob Jones. As, as do, And I have a son in the percussion over at James Clemens. So um, we get to um, root on our, our opposite teams. But... You know, having that, um, ha- having band, you know, as a, a support system for kids, I think is super important and something that they've grown in. But how did you manage coming to this new area without, you know, any support system? How did you kind of create that you know, group that could help kind of, like you said, stand in the gap for you and your kids? Well, we actually started looking for a church before we ever got here. So my middle son, who is my 20 year old, um, he's in nursing at Calhoun probably knew just about every youth pastor in the area before we even got here. Um, So he was online with them. And so we actually kind of developed some relationships before we ever stepped foot into Madison. Uh, And then we had a couple of other friends here. So we had a little bit of a connection. And from that, um, we just started talking to people, Uh, started really investing in what what then Logan was at Discovery. Mm -hmm. So really started investing in discovery, then started, uh, you know, on with Bob Johnson with band and just started getting to know people. So I do think that um, that it's a little bit more difficult when you don't have family here. But by the time we moved here, my guys were older. So it wasn't like I was having to uh, trust someone with my five year old. Right. So that was a little bit different for me than most. You know, you marry somebody and you marry their family. You tend to divorce someone and divorce their family not whether it's what you want to do or not and i will always say one of my greatest losses in getting divorced was losing my husband's my you know my ex-husband's family um they were sicilian and they you know they're the kind of family that every one of them is aunt somebody and even if they're not aunt somebody they're cousins or such but they're all aunt someone and they were always there to be very loving and and warm. And my family was more of your German kind of, you know, very stoic. Um, it was a very strange wedding. You had the Sicilians on the one side and the Germans on the other. So it was uh, it was an odd combination. But we I lost that you know that loving support system that I had in his their family. And so that can be very difficult as a single parent to you know create for yourself that support system. So. You know, I like what Vicky said. Before they even came here, they were looking for, you know, a youth pastor and they were looking, you know, for kind of that new church where they could feel at home. And if you're in that spot and you're getting a divorce and you're having to move to a new area, give that some thought. You know, if you're not involved in church and nobody says you got to be, but, you know, look for organizations that you and your kids can be involved in, you know, that you want to go ahead and make those connections so that when you come in this day and age with Internet and FaceTime and YouTube and all kinds of things like that, it's a lot easier, I would think, to try to transplant than it was, you know, 30 years ago. So, um, you know, what's some advice, Vicki, that you would give to somebody going through um, a divorce or having to now find themselves as a single parent? What are some of the kind of tidbits that were, you know, that looking back now, you can say these things were super helpful for me? Well, there are two things that really come to mind. Uh, one of those uh, was that uh, in, I went through Divorce Care, which is a, a support group for people who were separated or divorced. And um, then after that, I facilitated that group for my church back home. 
uh, through a couple of sessions of, of their 13 weeks. And the one thing that really sticks out to me that I think um, people need to understand is that you have this, this box of energy and it's split into four pieces. And normally, under normal circumstances, 25% will go into each box. So there's the mental, the physical, the spiritual, and the emotional. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point, uh, when you become divorced or separated, all of that squeezes down into 10%, except for um, the emotional. And the emotional takes 90% of your energy. And I don't think that people realize that that's a normal thing. Um, I've heard some some of my ladies in divorce care would say, you know, I have to tell myself, put your feet on the floor, go to the bathroom, put toothpaste on the toothbrush. So it's that level of um, of grief, if you will, for some people. And that's not an, an abnormal thing. That's very, very normal. So I think that oftentimes people just need to step back and just give themselves a little bit of a break because that is not a, an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that, uh, again, through divorce care, is that you have to have a balance between parenting and providing. And sometimes it's easier, you know, when you're a couple to be able to split all of those responsibilities. But at some point, the custodial parent has the responsibility of parenting and providing. Even if there's financial support from the other party, you still are the one that's the day-to-day, you know, boots on the ground, if you will. You're doing all of that. Right. So, uh, so there is a very fine line between that. And sometimes you might be parenting a whole lot more than you're providing. And then sometimes that pendulum is going to swing the other way. But uh, to achieve that balance is, is one of the goals. Right. And that's, you know, something I've been struggling with not being a single parent even is the balance between parenting and providing and, and this idea of the ideal of work-life balance, you know, and I think as a single parent, what I see a lot with clients is that that pendulum does swing, you know, widely and there is no, it's not 50-50. It's never, I can put 50% of my time, I can put 12 hours a day into parenting and 12 hours a day into providing because you got to sleep and you got to eat and you got to you know take a shower and and there are going to be times when your kids are sick and then there's going to be times when you've got a deadline at work and you can't you know so you got to cut yourself some slack you know that's never going to be a pure 50 50 arrangement it's never going to um, be easy but you can do it And, and vicky is proof that you can indeed parent and provide and be successful in both those things i've not met her boys but i sure have heard a lot of great things about them and you know that she has been able to make that balance work between parenting and providing so come back after the break and we're going to talk some more with miss vicki herford from wealth solutions group Welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I'm talking this morning with Miss Vicki Herford from um, Wealth Solutions Group. And in the last segment, we talked a little bit about um, being single parents and kind of that balance and striking that to the best of your ability. Um, and we talked, we've talked this morning about retirement planning. But one thing that became very apparent to me um, last year when my mom got sick right before she passed away was the need to have some sort of long-term care planning that. That's one of the other things we don't just we don't think much about. So what are some of the things that people need to be thinking about related to long term care planning? Well, oftentimes we uh, we split, kind of split the chronological ages uh, between disability insurance and long term care insurance. Uh, and usually up to around the age of about 55 ish, 
disability uh, coverage is much, much more prevalent on someone's mind. But then as you start to see your parents age or as you have um, any other exposure to the need for assistance, uh, then uh, long-term care planning comes into play. So uh, we usually see clients who are in their 50s on up, but there are some clients who say, look, you know, I had uh, a family member who had a stroke at a young age and I wanna make sure that I have this in place. So there's really not an age limit, but that's usually about what we're looking at uh, with our clientele. And with long-term care planning, what you're concerned about is that you or your loved one can't perform um, two of the six ADLs or activities of daily living. So if that is an issue, uh, then long-term care is, is definitely ne necessary. Uh, so one of the things that, that we've seen over the years, uh, as I started with long-term care planning back in the 1990s, um, everything has changed. We've gone from over 100 providers to down to about six to 10 providers. So a lot of people are no longer in the long-term care planning field. Uh, one of the great things about Alabama is that we have uh, some more flexibility than we have back in Florida. So, uh, so that's really great for people who are in Alabama who are going to be um, taking out long-term care policies here. And uh, the, one of the biggest things, though, that I've seen is that now home health care is uh, allowed. And when I first started marketing long-term care, it was not. Uh, so there have been a lot of changes over the years. And again, just like with life insurance or investments, everyone is different. Right. So it's very difficult to say, well, here's you need this or you right. need that without taking a look at the entire comprehensive plan. And uh, so that's one of the things that we do. Okay. We'll come back after the break and we're going to have our last segment with Miss Vicki Herford from Wealth Solutions Group. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I've been talking with Miss Vicki Herford this morning from Wealth Solutions Group. And we've talked some, you know, just briefly about um, personal finance. We've talked a little bit about retirement. We've talked a little bit about long-term care planning. And we've talked a little bit about being a single parent. There's just not enough um, hours or time in, a, in one of these shows to really cover any of those topics to the to the degree we would like to. But, you know, Vicki, you know, we've uh, over the breaks, you can't really see what we're doing, but we're sharing pictures of our kids and we're talking about, you know, things that we've learned um, over time. And um, Vicki, are there any other little you know tidbits about things that you would like to share about you know, being a single parent or lessons to teach your kids if you're kind of going through this, you know, they're going through that kind of difficult time? Well, I, I think back to uh, when, when all of it was very fresh and new and someone would stop me at church and say, oh, honey, are you surviving this? And I would say, we're thriving. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I think that single parents need, need to know. You know, there will be at some point where you think, am I going to survive this? But you will come out the other side and you will thrive. So it's not, it's not a, a life sentence. You're not going right. to always have struggles. There will be times when you can look back and say, I'm a much better person. Uh, not that, you know, not because I got a divorce, but I'm a much better person in spite of that challenge. And uh, so I think that the biggest thing is just to, you know, not to beat yourself up and not to focus on what you don't have, but focus on what you do have. What do you think is one of the most important lessons you've taught your boys about kind of just people in the world in general, you know, as you've kind of traveled this single parent journey? 
I think the biggest thing is to uh, to realize that we all have good and bad in us, you know, and we need to meet people exactly where they are. So one of the things that would, would occur uh, early on would be that one of my sons would say, Mom, why did you choose Dad? Um, why didn't you choose a better dad? Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, of course, the selfish part of me would say, I really don't have an answer for that. <laughs> but but the mom in me would say, uh, you know, there's good and bad in your dad, and there's good and bad in me. And what I want you to realize is your dad made some mistakes. I make mistakes, too. And what I want you to realize is that you need to take the good from each of us and build on that. And then when you look at people around you to realize that people, everybody is going through some kind of struggle. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, need to, you need to meet people where they are instead of judging where they may have been. Right. And I know that in, you know, it's commonly thought, especially when you see a, a company name like Wealth Solutions Group, the idea is that you must be wealthy to work with um, a financial advisor. But that's not true, is it? No, it's not at all true. Right. The idea is to, to grow wealth. You can start, you know, I started in a mobile home in the middle of the woods with no running water as a kid. Um, and now I own a law firm. So, you know, you can grow and you can choose to kind of move out of certain circumstances and into others and then even from here at this age being a parent and student debt and all those things that I still need to deal with you know um, because I didn't learn good personal financial lessons as a kid either but um, I learned some just not enough apparently so um, you know it's important to have a trusted financial advisor someone like Vicki who can walk you through that process of how do I grow um, financially from where I am to where I would like to be when I retire? And having a financial professional like Vicki to work with is super important. So Vicki, if someone wanted to work with you, what's the best way for them to be able to reach you? Well, we're in the Regents Building downtown on the fourth floor. So, uh, you know, as a transplant, when I would come to downtown Huntsville, that's the building I would look for because I could see Regents from far away. Uh, So that's where we're located. It's 200 Clinton and uh, phone number is 256-533-1842, and I'm at extension 234. Awesome. So like we said this morning, you know, it's not about being wealthy to get, you know, you don't have to be wealthy to get started in personal finance and learning how to grow wealth for your future. So, you know, if, if it's something you've thought about, if it's been in the back of your mind, you know, now is the time. It's never too late to get started, and it's never too early. So, Give Vicki Harford at Wealth Solutions Group a call and let her help you kind of um, walk that journey into a, a better financial future and help you all have a wonderful weekend. Vicki, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much.